Welcome, everybody. I'm howdy, always, howdy, howdy. I'm always happy. I always want you to have the first word. Because you want the last? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Because he I knows get, how it goes. I got to make sure that you get goes. all the words you want in the you first gets three a seconds. word in. That was it, guys. I'm done for the show. You want to take a you want to take a rest, Welcome. and then I'll uh, I'll Let get going. Let me know going. how it's gonna go, man. Let me know. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's not. It's not. But no. I, I want to be, you know, an equal offender. Let you two talk. Equal opportunity. I think that's what you're trying to say. No, I want to equally offend. offend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why? Why sugarcoat it? But look that's at uh, funny. look at Chad. Like he is, his holiday came in the middle of the week. We decided to take off. Yep. The beginning of the week. Yep. Right. And Chad is such a workhorse. He was like on Friday. He goes, I got to come in. I said, What do you mean? He goes, oh, We have so much going on here. We if do. I don't come in, I will set us back a whole week. Yep. One day would we would lose a week. Yep. So Ooh. I was the scumbag that didn't like respond because I was having fun talking to people. And he's like, look at this. I've edited this. Yeah. Get in the car. And my wife's like, I didn't respond to Chad. I was like, he'll be fine. He won't oh, get yeah. feelings hurt. But he truly was like putting it down. He was working hard. Yep. Oh, he definitely did some work. He fed we'll the little mice that run his computer. Yes. Made sure. Yep. So what's yeah. happening in, uh, tonight that you're so super Listen. like... Look at it's been look 207 at days. You know the days. <laughs> it's the last NFL football game. Now, is this so, counting Super Bowl or this is the uh, regular Bowl season? From the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, from Super Bowl till now. So It's a good yeah. game that we got going, yeah. you know, and it's so we'll... good. Yep. So, so it's going to be fun. Is, that, is there football happening tonight? Is that what's happening? I believe it. Oh, yeah. You were checking the Bruins. I was. Like, don't act like you don't know. I was checking the Bruins schedule, not the football schedule. But yeah, I'm excited about tonight. It's fun. So Mr. Amy, uh, now that your your wife's in, Chad, tell us about how do you really feel about being a full-blown adult? How do I feel about yeah. being a full-blown adult? It, it's it's Man, not fun. You know, I, I thought Saturday was going to be a nice um, semi-relaxing day with the sun. Right. Wife was going to go get her hair cut. Okay, cool. She was going to have, you know, her time. She deserves it. She deals with the little gremlin 24-7. Right. She gets to go get a haircut, go whatever. She walked outside and the tire's flat. Like, all the way rim on a the A or them? Was a. it A tire? Oh, oh A, yeah. Just okay. one Driver's okay. side okay. tire. Okay. So, the and, spare. Yeah. Uh, well, so, if you know anything about Kias, they don't believe in spare tires. That's how they get to sell them to you for so cheap. They, yep. he, <laughs> they don't give you the extra you want the spare tire. They don't believe in spare tires. So what's funny is, and this is a little side part, but uh, my wife posts the picture that we had to get the car towed. Right. So I get a bunch of uh, texts from people who think they're real men, and they're like, you don't know how to change a tire? Well, no. I do know how, but the car doesn't come with a spare tire. Right. And this is the second time it's happened. Because I was like, I guess we need to preface when we get the car towed. We don't have a spare tire. It's not because I'm an idiot right. or some less of a man. So right. do you think you could get a spare tire? There's no way to put it in there. I he'd don't know if there's the room. You'd have to remove right. the car seat. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> true, true. It's either a spare tire and the, or yeah. car And the second car I, seat well, that's coming. So I have to go get another tire. because Okay, so yeah. So long story short, we have to get a towed on Saturday. I have to go sit there for two hours. Uh, they advertised they were doing a buy to get two free tires. Okay. Only had one tire for me. Well, oh, they, so, they, so they 
So the the math doesn't That's even how make they got sense. You there. But they, makes no sense. Right. The only reasoning I have is right. someone bought a spare tire for their Kia. Got okay. That's the only reasoning I have. And so yeah. Did you so, try going next door and just drive on the rim to the other no, box door? The, I mean, no, oh. I didn't. I should have. So I should have went across the street. And what time? So I'm seeing text. I'm pulling weeds. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my car. Yeah. Like, oh no. And I said, is everything okay? Yes. The second I see yes, I disconnected and was right. like, well, he's good. he's good. Oh, I was already sitting at the. Okay, tire so shop. I was like, yeah. all right, I did my part as a, yeah. you know, friendly, you know, want to make sure everything's okay. Dance. And uh, I guess I missed out on some more text. Because I got a private DM that was like, where were you? Like, how come you didn't respond? And I was like, I honestly checked out the second I got it. Everything's okay. Oh, was good. I was like, I don't want to have to read. Like, that's work. I, how do you, Alexis? I, I, didn't, I didn't get the text, the other things, at, like, at all. Oh, really? And, yeah, like, that's why I responded. Oh, I just got all these now, guys. Sorry. Oh, I got, like, how there. come you're not, like, sandbagging with me? Like, let's let's make a little fun party. And I was like, hey, I checked out from the world but you know cars are annoying so annoying so last night put the kids in the mm-hmm. i was gonna put the kids in the car no they want to go with dad wife's got to run a quick errand yep. Ta- i kept yelling you know if you've met my kids like the first word doesn't register so i'm like you need to move away when you see red lights right danger right yep. so i knew that our taillights were working on the car wifey calls and she's like i'm being pulled over mm. for what i don't Uh-oh. know what do i and now she's never done this. So she's like uh, in sarcasm mode. She's like, what should I do? I want to say, come to a complete stop in the middle of the road <laughs> yeah. and be that car. Yeah. Yeah. Pull, pull over. So I was like, yeah. pull over. She does. She puts me on speaker. And uh, I guess we don't have our paperwork in a fashion. Like some families, shout out to them who have it in an envelope, mm. in a nice little folded like yeah. I think mine was wadded up in a ball and thrown somewhere. Yes, because uh, I mean, Vinny like, would know like, yeah. how I handle my paperwork, right? Yeah. Mm, oh, I do. And yeah. so the poor thing was trying to find uh, the registration, the insurance. So now she's like, "I need a picture of the insurance." So I go out to my truck, and mm. I'm like, "Here, this works." And she she's on speaker, I'm on speaker, and I'm like, "Ask him why you got pulled over." She's like, "You're being heard by the officer," and mm. I'm like, "And." She goes, you don't want to say anything that could get me in trouble. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything that's going to like, like I, for a moment, thought my wife thought she was going to prison. Oh, she probably like, did. There wasn't like any grace. Like This is the first time she got pulled over. Right? Well, I yeah. get it. I guess she doesn't realize that uh, Aww, that's you have good. a court date and you know you would do all this. That, all that good stuff. So homeboy pulls her over because one of the two lights were out over the license plate. Oh, I was like, bro, that's like pretty ticky tack. Like, if I got pulled over and I was in that situation, I would have been like, really? Do you want me to help you find someone who's like truly doing something? It, is like, like, isn't somebody doing meth around the corner? Well, like, what's going but on? It's you, like, you sh- he's just going. I'll snitch. I'll tell you where Vinny is. <laughs> There's <laughs> definitely something <laughs> over there. Something's could... happening over at that house. But it was like crazy because I was like, how the heck did she get pulled over? I saw all the lights working. And so I, when she got home, I said, turn the car on, walked around. One of two lights are out. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Do you think it was because that good looking chick in a, in a vehicle? It was he just black. Want, like the, I don't know. I mean, she could have, but it was I'm just, just saying. So he was super nice. So he let her go and, you know, he was like, just get it fixed. And 
So get it, get her done. She was not super excited to uh, know that she's now this like you know gangster of the Parkersburg WV. Yep, she's gotten know. pulled over now. I think what they really saw was Florida plates in a Cadillac, and at, driving around at that time, they were like the Florida top drug dealers mm. are driving That's around it. doing their delivery. Cartel is here. Yeah, the cartel. We need to stop them. Yep. If you run the tags, it comes in as Garduna, and they're probably like, there's nobody in West Virginia that should have that last name. Because I'm black, and it was almost midnight. Well, you know, that was my other... We couldn't say it without you say saying that. it, Lex, because in this day and age where we live, you know, we uh, we have to watch our P's and Q's. Is quota, like, uh, is that a thing? Oh, it is a thing. So it, it happens on the third week of the month. Because they knew that we would start watching what we do the last month. They right. bumped it up. And so when I only know this, I have a really good friend who's on the police department in Las Vegas. The police captain doesn't say those words so they can never be, you know, on record. Right, right. They course. say, we need to make sure mm -hmm. that we are getting all of our offenders and we need to be on watch this week. I got it. So they use That's very tricky yeah. words, but they definitely, and they won't even admit it. Like I had to like two hours of conversation and slip it in right. and I got him to basically break. Yeah. Yeah. I, because it's like the first of the month, right? So you wouldn't, they wouldn't be doing quota now. No, but so. Unless they missed if it. If you've last ever month. traveled in Florida, from Naples to Miami, it's called Alligator Alley. It's like a straight line that splits the state east to west. Yes, I've only done that twice. Uh, I've done it like 453 times right. a year. I went to a couple football games. So there. they say 25% of every car driving on that has some type of illegal contraband in it. Wow. So they, they just need a reason to pull you over. That's good. So then they can do a search. So... When me and Lex were uh, doing our marriage counseling, our pastor lived in Fort Lauderdale. We lived in Fort Myers, so we decided to do the two-hour drive, mm. go over there. At that time, we were driving the most sketched-out Cadillac you could ever nice. have. It was a blacked-out, black. It, it was murdered-out black, 26-inch rims. You know, Mr. Spinners. White didn't spinners. have the spinners Come on, on it. You had the spinners. I bought it from a football player. Oh. But uh, we didn't even get on the alley, get pulled over, and they're like, we're going to need to search your vehicle. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, we're going to need backup. We sat there for an hour and a half. Oh, wow. I was so frustrated. It's a good thing you didn't bring the stuff that you're supposed to bring. I didn't. Well, you know, the, the sad part is, <laughs> is that they have the legal right to search your vehicle. And when you At put any it, point? Basically... And because they just need cause, and those search dogs are, I've, I heard, will tear the interior apart on a car, and they're not held liable for the damage a dog does. They, they said you do not want a drug dog, a drug dog in your vehicle because they believe it. are taught to accidentally tear the yes. uh, like things up to then see where it, it's hidden, right? To get the smell out. Yeah, so, yeah. I've had my run-ins with uh, the popo. Yeah. It's always my vehicles. My vehicles have done me in. Well, oh, yeah. So well, when Big Bird is driving on the highway, right. it's hard not to pull that right. over. Right. Yellow. I have never been pulled over in Big Yellow. Really? Never. That's surprising. Nope. That's shocking. Yeah. I mean, literally, all there is on the cars are big shocks. So <laughs> that is kind of. Your shocking. cheese factor is like 
Chad's gonna have to do the. Uh, I'm done. Bada bing. Thank you. Do you wish we Good could show. ever have like electronic hook that would just rip him away, or like the floor would fall yeah. out? Yeah, like a yeah. trap door. There'd be at least yeah. one one good dad joke in there, or bad dad joke. Yeah, you should save it. Like we started so early. Is that because you're a dad to so many that you just have? Yeah, they they just they always, yeah. I had such better. I just had so much more hope for you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm typical dad. I can't I can't help it. That's me. So, well, I, I in fact I, I there's a person I follow on Instagram that it's literal dad jokes. Cause they're is that where you get your material from? No, can't. We have to run every. <laughs> have you? I have never ran over. It. Well, did you? No, I did once. So yeah, see, uh, pouring rain, oh. run into the vehicle. I usually do a check around, make sure there's no cars in front of me when I leave, and I'll park way out. Like if I'm gonna go to any store, I'm like the last parking spot to just make sure I'm not around anything. No one's around me. Homeboy parks not a few spaces away underneath my bumper. Oh, you're in, you can't get out. Well, no, they could have backed out. I usually will park like four or five parking spots, run in the car, put it in drive, and I just didn't even hit the gas. I'm rolling and I stop. Hmm. I'm like, man. And I get out and I had just creased the bumper and I just went off on him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? I can't believe you hit me. I said, I can't believe you parked underneath me. Like there's 500 spots here at the mall. And this is the one spot you thought would look really good to park next to. Thank you. So it's just people are people. Crazy. But on that, yes, I have been in this bubble. Last week, you guys shut me down from saying what I really wanted to say. We did. Yep. And, you know, as we were getting going, you know, Chad always has this great way of firing me up right before the show. It's like he knows how to put coal on fire. Yeah, he does. But it's like, why can't we say what we want to say? And it's like the world does such a good job, but Christians are like the mutes of the world. Right. Like, look at you. <laughs> You're doing it right now. I mean, it, the problem is, is that we feel like our platform should be almost like seeker sensitive. It's funny because we don't like our churches seeker sensitive, but we like our social media some people like their churches secret sensitive. Well, I that's what I mean. Yeah, we're, I'm we're saying, using it as but a poll. I'm using it as a generalization. Gotcha. It's just like you look at people's social media, it's like, oh, they're definitely catering. You can tell who's catering to an audience and who's not. Right. And then we wonder why no Christians are trending on social media. Oh, I know. Unless you, it's for the bad. Well, think about Instagram. You see these yeah. positive words, and I'll look at the the yeah. the view count, it's like yeah. nine. Yeah. And then I put me cooking yeah. a bowl of soup and it's got 8,000 views. And I'm yeah. like, we don't really want to hear that stuff on a whole. But at the same time, Christians should be the truth tellers. Right. And yet they're the ones that are typically hiding what typically from happens the truth. Is, is when a Christian goes viral, mm -hmm. it's normally because they're trying to tear another Christian down. Right. Or that Christian is trending because they're being torn down <laughs> by their own doing or someone else's. Right. It's like you're either, I, I think it's a lot of have to do with fear of being attacked. And like that's why a lot of people don't say what they want to say. Well, right? cancel culture has scared the mess out of the church. Yeah. And so, like, we have mega churches who have basically put it in their bylaws of their staff 
that we don't want to have a stance on something so that no one can ever cancel us on our stance. In the end, right. There it is, right there. That's the whole But it's thing. not even, you don't want to get pigeoned. Yes. I don't, so I don't believe in the canceling. I believe in the canceling of money. So let's sure. not, let's not position ourselves sure. where people are not going to support us financially. So, you know, if you deep dive back the Roe versus Wade, I guess there was 16 out of like the 30 major churches in Nashville never even brought the subject up the week after it happened. Yeah. And you look at some major ministers. Yep. It was like out of sight, out of mind. Like, I don't even know what happened. Yep. I mean, we had a major music group that said nothing. Well, the great part is their music is played in every church uh-huh. in America, and yet their stance on and things... the only one that said something was a musician who said in favor, or rather in opposition of what had happened. Right. And so that's they stayed silent, and that became their voice was the one musician. One guy. Right. Well, we even know different ministries. It's better to say nothing yeah. than take a stance because we just don't want to put our feet to the fire. Well, and the reason I love the church that we go to is because this past Sunday, <laughs> they planted a flag in the ground. Right. On what our children are having to see right? if we allow them to. And they took a hard stance on this is right, this is wrong. It's like, hey, that's what we need. We need more churches but, saying But let's talk about that because here's the sad part is that we had probably one of the most scantily like controversial. It was scant, not wasn't like there was no skin shown, but it was like the topic was so harsh. People were nervous and scared. Like, why are we playing this? Yet they're going to watch a horror movie. They're going to hear foul words in movies. Right. They're going right. to justify it. Like, well, we have no control over what is being played at the movie theaters or whatever's on their social media. But like we don't really want that to be talked about from the the pulpit because at no point did our pastor, yeah. who was our youth pastor, said don't do this. He's like, I want to expose what right. your kids could fall into. Yeah, you need to make a decision. Do you want your kids playing these games yeah. around it? And I find it very uh, interesting how much people get irritated right. when I guess they're having to force the truth of life. Sure. Yeah. Like, do you ever, like, have you noticed that? Like, have you been in the pastoring world so much? Like, most people don't really want to hear the truth. Right. Well, it, it, hard truths, right? Like, that's okay, a, that, right. when you're taking a hard stance, like, the, our church takes on certain, most yeah. things, right? Right. It's, uh, it's, it's hard for people to hear, right? And so, that's why it's super silent on Sunday, like... Yeah, Probably the quiet, quietest we've uh, we've had. Um, it, I think there were awkward moments because it was just a like unexpected, right? Um, and so, but I think most churches would never do what happened on on Sunday. So if then. you don't know what we're talking about. It's, it, our church is Rock Parkersburg WV, yep. and uh, we we discussed the uh, basically all the witchcraft that's in video games, some of the seances kids are doing on TikTok. And uh, people got nervous. I did notice, though, that there was a theme in the Christian world because others were talking about the, uh, I guess, baby Satan that's on Hulu. Yeah, it's demon like a, or something. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you know, sure. and I'm glad that people are discussing it. But hearing, like, so we were talking, our pastors, the whole, all of them, they will tell you their opinion on life. They never say 
thus saith the Lord, you better, you don't, you shouldn't, you won't. They're just very like, this is what I believe, this is what I think you should do, and now you have a choice to do it. But it rubs people the wrong—it's amazing how many people I hear are offended. Yeah, that's and I'm good, just like, Pastor are Dennis. you seriously offended? So Pastor Dennis said, uh, Nichols and Noses, churches don't want to lose either, so addressing moral issues often go unchecked. But our next generation needs truth, or what they repeat will be worse than the culture now. One hundred percent. Yeah. No, it's so yeah. true, and it's like they're getting it from somebody. Yeah, exactly. You know, we used to call it locker room talk. Yeah. Before yeah. social, like you would hear yeah. crude jokes, you'd hear things right. in the locker room, or you well, know, we were having a conversation on Tuesday, and it's like the void of information that we allow between our children will be filled by somebody. Right. It's going to be the TV screen. It's going to be their friend. It's going to be something. They're going to fill that void. Right. So if you don't fill it, who is? Yep. Right. Because it's going to get filled. You can't just not talk about something, especially nowadays. And you've you got to have the conversation. Well, the church, not the church, the up and coming Christian social media stars, they only know how to tear people down. They don't create anything. And so, right. like, we've seen scandals this last two weeks. Yeah. We don't really know the truth of it, but we know. It was really easy to do a show and say, "Hey, right. uh, why is he uh, into this? What was he really doing?" It's like, you know, what happened to you know innocent till proven well, guilty. And the example I used was the whole Jesse Smollett thing. Mm-hmm. We had pastors across America posting the night after that whole situation happens in solidarity for him. Right. And now he gets sentenced. That not only did he lie. But he perpetrated all of these things to create this perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. And it's like because they overreacted and jumped the gun on what had happened, they looked like buffoons. Right. And some of them addressed it from the pulpit right. and then had to apologize afterwards and go, uh, you know, actually, not only did that not happen, but I overreacted. Right. And so it's like, you know, this is tough because people don't, people like to jump on things when it's like hot button issues. To, to like get ahead of things. Cause I think there's like this checks and balances of like, when, like, when are you, what are you doing just because like it's a trend? So you're trying to jump on the wave. You're trying to, you know, I guess get followers, get likes, right. like that thing. And so you're trying to talk about edgy topics mm-hmm. and it ends up getting you bit. Right. It's like you're not vetting it. Right. You're just running with the microphone as the news is dropping. Like they were this. And it's like, come on. Like I, I know, you know, I've been to Matt Chandler's church. Mm-hmm. I don't know him at all. Never met him, but like saw what he went through with the uh, brain cancer. Like I know the multiple camp, you know, campuses. Right. I did watch the apology, and it seemed a little touch and go. Yeah, and you know, everyone's like, "Hey, he didn't do anything wrong." And okay, he didn't do anything wrong that he's saying. If he didn't do anything wrong, I wish he would have came out and said, "I did X really bad." I wish I wouldn't have. Uh, so allegedly about it started it. because he went to his board because he felt like he violated the social media clause. So that's so here's the problem. There's multiple stories. He was confronted by the woman that he was DMing, her friend. Okay. And so she made it aware that she her friend felt uncomfortable or you know, you know how it always is. Yeah. Somebody reads something and then they become so like you're texting Vinny and I become yeah. uncomfortable the way you're talking sure. to Vinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However it goes down, yeah. okay. But the the rumor that I saw was it was about alcoholism, that he was making jokes about it. Okay, so that's insensitive if someone has, you know, an yep. issue with, you know, alcoholism or, you know, whatever, made some bad choices. 
I'm shocked that he's willing to step down over that instead of just calling it right out on the floor and be like, man, I made some poor sure. choices. Sure. Right. But on the other side of the coin, it could be because he's doing things the right way. But he's nothing saying, feels the right know, way in this. You know, the board's I'm, doing a hostile gonna, takeover. Or that, right? Yeah. I'm going to step down side. because I said something inappropriately in this day. So I'm going to take some time away from the pulpit so that I can uh, apologize, do the right thing here. And instead, and being in the forefront of it rather than on the back end of it. So where somebody came to him and he's taking the stance that, well, I'm just going to be above reproach in this. I'm going to confess it. I'm going to. But let he everybody didn't know confess it. it. He did. He came out no, and he said didn't. that I he did said something wrong. He did, but he didn't say what it was. That's well, my issue. To be fair, I don't think he had to because he. Went I'm not to saying he. I'm not saying he had to. Like I think he probably did it to whoever he was accountable to. And, he, and here's the thing: like. the Bible says to if you've offended your brother, you and and you have an issue yeah. with your brother, you go to your brother first. If it can't be resolved, then you go. No. To you, then here's you go the to, problem. Then you bring it before the church. Here's the problem, though: by not addressing what it was. Once now again, the void of information, right? and that's what I'm saying. Then created a vacuum, and people that there's power to be had will use something over you, like you yeah. know. So everyone started acting like it was an affair, like it was this, that, or the other. Rumors run rampant, right? And had he just came out and said what it was, none of that would have necessarily happened. And he might have been told not to say what yeah. it was. So yeah, hundred percent. You kind of, you kind of have and, to. And that's, the, but again, because we we don't want perception of yeah. thinking we're insane, and it's just this world of information has got the church running behind instead of to the forefront. But just look at how easy it is for somebody to have a downfall over something so. But that, I don't know if that's a downfall. You know, it's like, and and so we're talking about people that say things really well in the world. You know, there's a guy very crude by nature, you know, but he's saying truthful things. Right. But because he's kind of positioned to be like the loudmouth, he's doing a really good job talking about men should just be men. Right. right. And it's like we don't have pastors easily saying that because then he's in, they're insensitive or they haven't, yeah. you know, you know, it's like we're now. Are somebody we, just are, told are we me. talking about the same person now? Like are you Mark Driscolling it right now? No, I'm not Mark. Well, I mean, I'll say it's Andrew Tate. Like he's pretty raunchy, no, that's, and that's not a pastor. Okay. No, no, I'm not talking about pastor. I'm saying <laughs> no. he's saying things that pastors won't say that they should say. Right. Well, about Mark men. Driscoll, about yeah, men. He says terrible other things. That's what I'm saying. He says a lot yeah. of other things. He's right. very crude. Yeah. But because he built this persona of being this hard, you know what? He's yeah. being like men need to be men. Like right. we need to well, get back that's to God, being men. A pastor did that and right. got himself yes. in trouble because yeah. he was too hard, Mark yeah. Driscoll, yeah. and. The, well, look, Mark Dishrow got himself in trouble well, by buying lots of great stuff. Yeah. Built, bought a lot of books of himself, <laughs> gave away to the church so he could be a best. Well, he was using but, church money to do. But so I love your argument, but this is the problem we go back to: is wrong. He has he has holes. Right. The flaw, yeah. Everybody has flaws, though. Right. Like everybody has something. Everybody has flaws. Right? We won't ever admit it. Right. No, you know, but. In the church world, we want two way. We want to hear what we want. We want our ears to be tickled. Right. But if we hear too much truth, I always say you have the um, parachute. You just pull the ripcord. <laughs> and it's like, how many people go to a church and they hear something uh, that rubs them wrong? Like it's it's bumping up against their theology wall, and they're like, nope, yeah. we're out. Right. Instead of going and saying, hey, 
can you help me understand what the context you were trying to say? Were you talking about me? Here's the irony. Everybody thinks they're being talked about yeah. from the pulpit. Yeah. And I guarantee you 99.9% .9 is not even them. It's conviction hitting yeah. them or the 100%. devil's whispering. Right. But the, obviously the pastor, right? He's hearing from the Holy Spirit to talk about a certain thing. Right. Right. Sure. And that's why he's speaking on whatever yeah. it is. And so it's probably multiple people in the room. But when you're in that situation where that oh, that's you, then it just comes, the conviction hits, right? But right. That's what the Word of God does. The truth, when it comes out, it, it brings conviction. So, so. The, the interesting thing is to kind of tie what we were, how we got here and what you just said about Tate is the interesting thing about what, something he said was basically that his platform, the reason he was given his platform was because there aren't men talking about being men. Right. That the a certain side of the aisle has decided to make effeminate men right. and try to basically neuter men. And it's like, why can't Christians rise up? Right. And we're supposed to be men. Right. Man of our house, man of this. Why can't motivational stuff come up about how to be a man? Right. Because that's the problem. We have a deficit right now of fathers teaching sons how to be men. Well, you hit it on that. You hit it because if you look at everything as a whole, Who's our teachers? They're women. 100%. There's women that are watching the and children. And it's not a bad thing. No, but if they're only influenced by women, it's replication by what you right. see. And it's like... Because think about the majority of uh, public schools. Right. Teachers are women. Right. Or, so a lot of people are going to these schools being taught by women, and then they go home and they don't have a father in the household because I, I that statistic's crazy about whether right. it's an right. absentee father or not. And so nobody's teaching them how to be a man. So there's a hole that's missing there. Right. It's not that, that the teachers are wrong. It's right. a woman's going to be more nurturing than a man. 100%. You know, we're not, women are not going to be like, hey, slap some mud on it. Right. Walk it off. Yeah. Men and are going to look like, like, we're going to look at the wound and be like, yeah. can you move everything? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah. You're going to feel good in 20 minutes. But that's the thing. We need more fathers. So the problem is, is that, you know, he was being what he was and he was saying terrible things, but- what he was doing was is he was filling this void right. that these boys and men have felt in, in their, but say, 16 to probably 30 that they hadn't really heard before and it like awakened something in them. Right. Like, oh, I need to be a man. I need to work out. I need to do this. And it's like, that's all he was saying. He was saying, start working out. Right. Wake up early. Like he was saying these things. That, it's funny because the previous generation was be told by, uh, you know, all that the, um, Mark Cuban, like all the older guys that would talk about, like uh, the business guys, the Shark Tank guys, mm -hmm. and like the Gary Vee guys that would be like, this is how you got to be successful. Well, he was talking to a younger subset group of, of people the way they talk. Right. And he resonated with them. And so it's like, the fact is, we don't have anybody resonating with that. That's a, that's a hole that's missing in our society. Right. Especially in Christendom. Yes. Like, especially in the church. Like, we don't have enough fathers that are taking in sons. Well, and or, we don't see fathership in church anymore. How about men? Men, let's, yes. So let's back. So no, no. To be fair, knock, our church has that. Our church yeah, does. My knock. I'm I'm super pumped that we have that. So I know my son is going to have men, right? Not just me, but right. other men that are able to teach him how to be a man. So I never walked away from my faith. I walked away from the church in my twenties <laughs> because the men in my circle were right. weak. When I mean weak, they were like prancing across the stage and i was like something doesn't feel right and then two years later it's like oh our worship leader is uh, homosexual and it's yeah. like nobody prances to a song 
<laughs> like we've never seen our worship leader no. how, prance. Like he's I've been president. No, prance. but it's like when you he did run around the sanctuary one time. Once, yeah, but, but he, he 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 jogged. He you know he yeah. jogged. It was yeah. a jog. But it's like I would. My knock was there's oh, no that's funny, Alexis. Man. Yes. <laughs> she, said, she said these women these days are so manly but that's a whole other topic right and and so my concern has my whole knock was if you find me some men i'll i will fall in line and be led sure but i need and and i i had was crying out to god i was like i need a a, a leader that iron sharpens iron yes and has the like has testosterone right and is not trying to worry about yeah all the different pieces of life. What did she say? If your worship leader's pants are tighter than his wife's, there's an issue. Well, so <laughs> I, I know that you love the uh, AG church, but I want to know if I have a actual lawsuit against the AG church because that's who did my uh, marriage training on the uh, intimacy side. I'm trying to use the right words. was by the, him and his wife, and I was like, I feel so wronged that mm. I had to learn it through a uh, homosexual, like, Ooh. you know, I want to like know if I could like at write the out time a claim. he was not practicing or like what what? Uh, oh, what he happened? was practicing being a pastor, and he was a limo driver, and we could never figure out why he wanted to work the one a.m. to oh six a.m. shift in Vegas. Mm. And you know, it's like the the road that I have but traveled is so funny. That's boxing in one, you know, like. Right, right. One church and one, just you know, you one. can't, you can't do that. You can't, right? Just because one pastor, just one, it, you know. It, so my leader, right. so he was our worship leader. The senior leader used to. I now that I know the scripture, I'm wondering: is this guy even going to be saved? Because he used to mock the Holy Spirit. Oh. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, you don't want to go to that other church where they like." Praying those weird words, and they. This is an AG church. Yes, they didn't want this. Yes, yeah, that's not really an AG church. They shouldn't have called themselves that. But he was he was running the district. That's terrible. So it's like I'm just telling you, like this is the stuff that my generation grew up, you know, in the in the 2000s, right? And I look back at our youth group, I'm like, no wonder no one's serving God, right? Yeah, you know, like like I've I've said the stat, like I think six out of our my bros were all set, set off to go be pastors. Mm-hmm. Four of them don't even serve God now. Like that statistic's horrible. Mm. That is. So I've worked at two AG churches. I've worked at two non-AG churches, and now yep. I'm at my third. It's a non-denomination. So you're now in the the but, ladder of the. But the but the beliefs of our church now are very AG minus a few things. So yeah, denominations like, are just it's just, barriers. It's it's literally what you believe theologically in. A, in right, a, right, in right. This right. So um, it's it, it's it's just. I, I I feel bad that you went through that situation from. Well, I feel bad for the people that guy. are uh, that don't have enough understanding that people are human. We make mistakes. We need to cut. Right. We have to have some grace for humanity to realize no one's really perfect. I can't handle how people blame the church in the sense of like, Speaking oh, they weren't of AG. Hi, Brian. <laughs> Brian, I, I hope hey, Brian, your outfit I is still. AG thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't recommend where you're listening and they're tuning they're in as a right now. Uh, bail out now and grab your parachute. Yep. But uh, I I really do get concerned that this next generation is so in like just fed information 
that they don't yeah. know what to believe. I, I love what Amy just said. Uh, every generation of young people need great, strong leaders to teach them. It's unfortunate when churches don't see that and they're focused on pleasing people instead of guiding them. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Or, I mean, dis- like not like showing them and discipling them, right? Is, right. Yeah. That's, that's where churches are lacking currently. Oh, for is, sure. There's discipling? No, there's no discipleship. It's, Everything is... It's hard nowadays because... You know, I was talking to one of our leaders in a, another section. Was do people really even listen anymore? Mm. Like I, I'm, I'm of the opinion now nobody's listening. Yeah. They only listen to what they want. The second you hit like the surface, and it could be any topic, tithing, blah 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 blah, whatever. It's like boom, barriers went up, earmuffs on, and they're out. And really, everyone's out to get something for their own. 100%. Like when you're having conversation, right. you just watch someone's eyes. And the second they trail off, you're like, well, I lost you. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, it's like, gone. it's very, uh, that's very much you're it. You're gone. Yeah. But it's unfortunate that, like, you know, in, in church, we should want to be fed, right? Mm-hmm. right? And be led, right? Yep. Like that's where, you know, as a Christ follower, if you're not the, the, the senior pastor, you're going there, you're, you're serving, you're being fed, you're being led. And then on the other side of that, there should be some form of um, there's discipleship happening where you're being, uh, whether you're in a young married couples or whatever, that there's groups there that will help them, you know, grow in that area. But they got to want to grow. Like you're... This is what I love about you. I'm ideal. You're a si- you're a system guy, and it's like if I just give you four teddy bears, yep. I'm gonna, like you'll hug the teddy bear, and the love will. It's like it's it sounds, it is all right in principle what you said. Now getting them to play the correct right ball and like say I'm going to do it sure. is a whole nother a hundred percent. But if it's not av- if it's not available to them, and they're just out doing whatever, right? Like. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I think I was I was editing myself. I'm not going to edit myself. I know of some churches, right, right, yeah. that have groups that all they go they do is go to a bar and hang out with friends. Yeah, and that's their thing. that's their small group. Right. Tell me how that's discipling somebody in their walk with the Lord. That's not. That's teaching them how to be an alcoholic. That's not, right. Teaching, you know. So when you but have when you have that kind of stuff happening, and I agree right? with you. It's but, poor but the, leadership. If there's from nothing the top. happening, then there's no room for growth. But and that's the, why you have these people that are still sucking on milk versus eating meat. But see, I would I would argue with you. They were going to find their way to the the bar, one no, way or another. One yes. way or another, because you find this is how I, I equate everything to life through press, professional that's wrestling bad leadership, though, and the gym that and allows you, that to happen. Though. It is, but it's like let's let's use the gym for instance. We all have a choice to go to the gym. I made a sure. horrible choice this week to to go back and do legs and I'll feel yeah. crippled. It worked out too hard, buddy. I didn't even do that much. I was like, wow, I am so out of shape. But it's like I have to make a choice and I have to decide how much weight I want to put on there. Sure. I find humanity at a whole just wants everything done for them. Can I give you my gym card? Can you go do the weights for me? And right. as long as you right. give and me you some of the back. credit, I want I hope to like you know, it's like we have to just be willing to do the work. It's like nobody wants but that. But here's part the of issue it. with that particular situation. I was a I was part of a like a coaching session or whatever where church that does small groups really well, their mm-hmm. person was there and they said they ran into an issue where they were a Bible study and they found out that alcohol started getting into that Bible study. So they immediately cut those people at their knees and moved everybody else to another small group mm-hmm. because they knew 
what that could eventually lead to. Right. Because there's a lot, it was, you know, uh, husband and wife, small group. Right. So there's a lot of things that can happen when you mix alcohol oh, yeah. with that. Oh, yeah. So they cut it off at the knees. The problem is if you have church leadership that allows something like that, facilitates it that. Oh, my gosh. Like, of course, they're, of course, moths are going to fly to the light. Right. So, of course, they're going to eventually find their way to a bottle. But if your leadership isn't able to cut it off at the knees, you're part of the problem. Right. And this is what we're trying to do is we're trying to stem, you know, healthy conversation to not say, oh, they're not doing it right. We're saying we want to see good development of people. We want to see right. our churches flourishing. We want to see people developing. Yes. And for some reason in the church body in America, we're not singling out a church, a denomination. We seem to not have it figured out. We can figure everything else out. We mm -hmm. can figure out yep. feeding the homeless, writing Bibles, writing self-help books, getting right. uh, the radio station. But, okay, let's just say it. I can't stand Christian radio station. Mm, yeah, it's tough. Like, I was stuck in a tractor a few months back, and I didn't bring my AirPods, and so I was just scanning through, so I was like, oh, let me find the... I happened to catch the telethon moment. Oh, oh where they're uh, asking for, for money. their money, and I'm like, again? yeah. I wanted to personally call them and say, "Have you heard this thing called Spotify? Yeah. Have you heard this thing called YouTube Music, where you actually can choose whatever you want? I don't need you to play it. Yeah. And now that 99% of us have data free, like we have unlimited, wh why do I need you? Like they have 100%. not thought about reinventing themselves, actually developing." talent right and they yep. you know sadly i knew a couple of people that were on those shows and they were like talking to stuffed animals mm -hmm. and like at one point before i had met alexis one of them were like you want to meet one of the girls and i was like no like <laughs> i couldn't have a conversation for 10 seconds right. like like but they're running the radio station yeah that's crazy like that's who's and when you hear people like oh I listen to Christian music I, the number one thing I want to say is like I just want to know what you're listening to <laughs> what station please you know and I don't do it. thankful that they're listening to something wholesome sure but I think we've gotten into this weirdness that like as long as I'm not doing anything bad I'm doing something good and it's like Yo. are you really right we can't like because there's really only the wholesome like the only good thing on radio is either like a talk show right or, right. Or Christian music, because no, I get any it. other thing you're hearing is probably terrible, right? Unless you're going like, but I love old, the debate. I guess I'm like just but, being super antagonistic. But I, I do agree. It just becomes mundane. They literally play the same songs over and over again. Right. It's the same people. It's the same thing. And then in October and uh, what's the another month? They're doing the Mary. The, did you know? Yeah, and it's <laughs> like the same. Literally the same thing. Your favorite song. But going back to the original part where we, we were talking about like people doing crazy things, I remember, uh, um, so I was starting a church and mm -hmm. uh, we were doing a, a small group over somebody's house, right? And I show up to the, the small group, right? First time it's a you know, couple, small group, whatever. It's the first time we're having this couple, small group, right? And all these new people are there. So as a church guy, you're like, yeah, man, all new people, whatever, well, they see me there, and they all get sad because the pastor showed up to the couples meeting, mm. and I'm like, what's, what's, it, what's the problem? And, and then I looked, and I saw all the wine bottles and everything ready to rock, and I said, oh, I get it. So I went to the, who, whoever's house it was. I said, don't worry about it. We're going to leave quickly, but just so you know, not, not good. Right. You know? 
And so we said whatever. We, you know, played a game with them. And then we're like, yeah, we're going to take off. We, so we were there for like two hours, not, not even two hours, an hour. We leave, and everybody's there till whatever after yep. we left because – as the pastor, that wasn't definitely wasn't happening. No, I get know? that. And so after that, though, right, they all got convicted, right? Because yep. they come to church the next Sunday. They're all there, all these mm-hmm. new people, yep. right? I'm preaching whatever I'm preaching that day, right? Not even talking about that. But then they all get convicted. So the next marriage, definitely nobody's drinking at that thing. I get to show up and have a good time with everybody. So, it, you know... If you're if you show people that hey this ain't cool like you got what are you guys doing you right know? then eventually they come well, around and it's, it's like not, and whole, I didn't say anything to anybody I just lived my life it's like what our pastor was talking about about the whole Hillsong thing like it's poison at the top like, right it comes down like what do you why why do you think everybody's messed up at the bottom it's messed up at the top well yeah and it you know I I don't want you to think we're railing on alcoholism no. my thing is if you can't talk about heavy hearted you know discussions right. we were closed-minded 100%. so when we were younger we had a group of teenagers who were anti-guns mm-hmm. and you know that wouldn't last long here in west virginia not at all but they were they were morally taking the right stance of like we don't think that there should be harm to others sure guns cause problems and of course me being me even at 18 knew how to blow up a conversation i said do me a favor take a yard sign and write, I don't own a gun and put it in the front yard. And see what happens. And see what happens. Yeah. Guarantee you don't make it two weeks without a few people taking a visit at your house. It's like, there's a reason why we own a firearm, take self-defense. I don't want to put all my trust in those things, but what I have found is we blanket conversations where we yeah. can't go there. And right. Especially the next generation, they don't want to talk about certain topics are very heavy and the greatest word is i don't understand and what's the next word i feel like and i just don't understand how we can now make decisions out of feelings yeah i mean it's just it's the same situation the void of information the void of conversation because the thing is as humans i think we're all meant to have discussions correct that's that's how we work i mean like you look at the bible they're having discussions. Like how did how did Jesus do his parables and everything? He's talking to people, he's asking questions. What would you do in this situation? Right. Like it's so funny because we lo- lost the basic, I guess, human thing. Because I think it's mostly because of social media. Because social media now makes it as if you can go on someone's Facebook and say, I don't agree with you. You're not gonna change your mind. Right. Because you're not talking to them. Right. That's why the, the Facebook fights baffle me. Right. Like when the, the abortion thing happened and your wife posted something yeah. that wasn't even inflammatory and people just started attacking you or like, let me ask you this. Do you think you're going to change Alexis's mind because you call her all these mean names? Right. So if you want to change your mind, why don't you give her a phone call, mm-hmm. get her DMs, talk to her. Right. No, we're going to blast you on social media. We're going to call you all these names because that's what we do nowadays. We don't have... Meaningful conversations. Well, so Alexis just typed in. It's because we go back to the yes. missing conversations with our fathers. Exactly. That's so and good. It, and it's <laughs> like that's it. And so it, yes. it's she kind of tied it in. So while you're bringing up that, my number one question, as you know, we you all have those like checklists. When I get to heaven, I'm yeah. gonna go see Samson and how big his muscles were. Right. I want to. You know, you have these check marks. I'd yeah. love to ask Peter, what did it feel like when Jesus called you Satan? Yeah. Like, how did you re rally? 
after yeah. being basically, uh, you know, could you imagine today publicly calling a uh, leader that's following underneath you something like that? They'd they'd either want you written up, fired, right, or they'd be gone because you offended them, right, hundred percent. And it's yeah. like he re rallied. Oh, and yeah. Peter like had his flaws, but he's now a homeboy in acts, you know, living the life. And it's like, where is those types of people where you can take a blow, right. get called out for the truth? Yeah. And rather than feel like, oh, now I'm shamed. It's like, I just got to make a correction and right. move on. Yeah. So I had a super, we're being transparent today. You're being transparent. <laughs> so a super hard conversation yesterday with a, with a, another couple from church about something um, related to our kids. Mm-hmm. And what was amazing about the conversation was it was a hard conversation. And the, to be able to do that without anger, without offense, without people coming at you, right, um, or us going at other people in defense mode or whatever right. it is, it was like this loving conversation of how we just want our our kids to um, grow up correctly, mm-hmm. right? And how we want the best for our children. And like when you're in a, like, you know you're in the right place, right? When you can have those hard moments in life, right. when when kids do something they shouldn't do, and then you can come together as families and say, let's protect everybody involved here, and we want to work this out together. So, I mean, it's it, that's how it should be. Whereas the other side is, I'm going to blast this on Facebook. Yeah. Look what your kid did yeah, to the... Yeah, you know yeah. Or you just leave. Like, yeah, or you just leave. Yeah. Or you just leave and you're like, oh, on to the next place. <laughs> on to the next Yeah, And I, I think yeah. the other thing that connects with the missing fathers and stuff is... I heard a prophet one time say something very interesting. He said, the issue is we have a lot of orphans in leadership. They don't know the father's heart. So true. They're an orphan. They don't. They have no idea what it's like to be a father, or they've never had a father in life, and they're leading you, right? And so they don't even know what a father is. And so then it's like, how how are you going to reciprocate who the father who the father's heart is to your congregation to the people? And it's like that's that's so key. So that's the main reason why we landed where we landed was. I looked around and I was like. I want to I want to look at the leader and his wife. How long have they been married? Yes. How long have they been connected to right. their set of friends? And they were all 30 years relationships, 25 years relationships. The last place we were at, every number 2 person was gone after 6 months mm. to 18 months and I looked at my wife and I was like, "We'll be that statistic. Do you want to be that 100%. statistic?" Yep. Like cuz I'm a big believer right. in analytics from that standpoint is yep. that if you stand back and look at the patterns like Oh, they they keep moving every three years, two years. What keeps them from moving again? Do you want to get moved on? Because yeah. we had a decision like, oh, we should go to, the, I really want to go to this other ministry. And I was like, I feel like I could learn so much there. Yeah. Well, now that he just left again, mm. I literally broke down crying like, thank God, because I would have had to come to you guys being like, well, I need to leave. <laughs> uh, your wife is now working at this church. She can't technically leave. Yeah. You probably could leave. Yeah. And it's like, God was protecting me from a storm, but it's yeah. like if you, I believe we can you can help that, but we don't have long lasting friendships. Like I'm amazed when I tell people like, oh yeah, I knew this guy for 15 years. I knew this guy for 20 years. They're like, you had a friendship for that long? And right. it's like, yeah. Yeah, how do you not? Yeah. Well, it's like I moved somewhere early in my life away from my parents, and I get there, and the guy that I'm going to be serving under 
says, uh, hey, man, come talk to me. I get in his office, you know. Uh, me, me and the wife heard a word from God. We're moving back to where you just came from. <laughs> You're going to do great here. Right. What? So it's like, I, I know, like, I've been there. Like, right. that's, it's tough. Like, that's, that's not, that's not a place you want to be. No. Because then it's like, did I miss God? Did they, like, who, what's going on? Exactly. Here? Like, and, and that puts and, a lot of doubt on you, the yeah. person, because now you're like, you start questioning. That's where the enemy allows you to question everything. Yes. And you start self-doubting. And so yeah. hopefully this show's helping you. Definitely yeah. chime in. But we're, we're being full transparent because that's yeah. why we designed this show. That's probably why we don't have a lot of speakers because we uh, are full transparent and no one's fully ready to like go down that road. And it's like, I wish we could have like, so my heart's desire has always been to have a round table mm-hmm. and talk real issues with leaders. Right. Yeah. But I can't find anybody willing to do that, willing to do that, that because their family's either in shambles, you know, they're, they're in ministry, but their wife right. doesn't support them. Their kids are recluses. Sure. And it's like, I'm not saying everyone has to be in ministry in your family. No. But we can't hide what they are or they aren't. Right. You know, it's like, you know, everyone's like, w- people are human. Like, I, I know I'm responsible for me. Right. And I'm not, you can't even fully be responsible for your spouse. You, we can help lead them, guide them. But I've seen horrible situations where the spouse doesn't want to have anything to do with God. Yep. That doesn't make the the other person a bad person that's wanting to serve God, but I just find it like these types of styles of conversations really don't exist today because we're so afraid to hit buttons. Right. And uh, Amy said those situations also create a lot of distrust, make it so <clears throat> so hard to trust in leaders when all you've seen and experienced is flaky leaders. Yep. Well, and, and that goes back to the earlier, the skinny jean comment is that yeah. when this shoe game came out, the like stylistic of the skinny jeans or let's say a uh, i don't even know how you would put it into terms but like the you know supreme the fear of god mm. like you needed the trendy outfit to be relevant right. 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 then all of these so-called pastors were getting them oh, and yeah. then it was like now everyone was leveling up like well who had now the rare shoes yep. it's like oh I'm going to preach a better message because I'm walking on Nike Yeezys yep. that were never fully released. Right. Of course, those are always the best. You know, well, yeah, because yeah. they were $5,000 yeah. if they have your size. Of course. I bet you they had to cut their toes off of a couple of them just so they could wear them. <laughs> so funny. But it's like, and then, you know, you get into certain circles and it's like, so just recently, I didn't even watch it. I wish I would have now. There's a leader, a church leader rebuking his church for not giving enough in the offering so he could buy himself a handbag. Stop it. So true. So true. He needs a handbag? Yeah, like they're not giving him the opportunity to buy. Well, what what do you what do you need a handbag? You should ask him. Probably his wife. No, no. Well, I'm hoping he's not I'm hoping he doesn't have a boyfriend the way he sounded. Oh, well, but you find these people everywhere, bro. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. You, but it, but I'm telling you, find you. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. But it, it takes the world to go around. I get it. There's all types of different people to, to minister. But it's that's the world we're living in right now. Is that my social status of appearance is not looking correctly? 
Right. And so the, I will give out, I'll do a better job on the message. Right, he said, sounds like a smart congregation. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, well, I don't so. think your sneakers make you a better preacher. Let's your handbag does. I don't think your handbag does either. Oh, okay. You know, maybe if you've gotten a, a, maybe an expensive Bible program, that might make your preaching better to help you in that. Or area. you just, you know, serve you God and dove into do, the Word of God right. and do what you're supposed to do. That would be nice. Right. But, you know, like people, that's are, what I, people are more interested in style, right? Rather right. than, uh, what they're talking about. So, do you guys substance? I, you're familiar they, with that's that's what I was looking. At. We're People all familiar more in style than oh, substance. So he, right? let's do this real quick. This will be a good situation. That'll Thumbs up right if there. you're familiar with Todd White. Like familiar with Todd White? Oh, that guy in my circle. So this was like 2011. So it was early. You know, this is when he was still doing the gymnasium, and he was like, basically, I'll come for free. Yeah. Like it was early yeah. in it. Yeah. People were thinking he was demonic because of the dreads. Yeah. Like I don't know about this guy. He seems a little off. Yeah. Again. And it's like because of the loud shirts, right? You know, he didn't. He uh, but his 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 way of doing ministry was outside of the four walls of the church, and it scared people. Oh, it. it why did it scare people? Because it was taking their congregation outside. Well, no, it the was four showing walls. them that they no longer needed the senior leader, yeah, not the leader, yeah, to to do ministry. Yeah. And what was the weirdest part was he'd get done preaching, and you said it as mm -hmm. well. Hey, I'll meet you guys at the mall in yeah. an hour and a half. No. Right. And he wasn't going back to the green room and having his meetings. He was no. out praying for strangers amongst 400 people. No. And he wasn't like caught up in he the thing. He would preach evangelism and then say, All right, All right let's if go. You're do ready it. to go practice what mm -hmm. you just learned. Right. Let's go do it. Come right. with me. And he would go out there with the whole church. And do evangelism. Right. And people were terrified of that. Oh. There were people calling him a uh, heretic. Yeah. Like the whole night. It's like, so someone that is preaching and, and, and seeing <laughs> healings in the street and doing what Jesus did in the street. Right. That person's a heretic. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Definitely. Great. Yeah. And so we were uh, kind of, we were a part of evangelistic group and I wanted to go see his style and we were shamed because they didn't they were threatening our opportunity to get bookings. And I was like, this is crazy. So I like snuck away, went to it. And I mean, his message was great. Cause he's like, I love Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And it's like, yeah. But yeah. the thing that got me the most was that is that he didn't talk about it. He went and did it. And I think in this day and age, we are missing the doing part of ministry. Yeah. Every great minister that we see a reel on social media no. talks about it no. but where are they doing it and you know we're gonna have a missing generation because they feel like we're all frauds mm. i think anybody under the age of 35 30 has to feel like the church is a fraud so i told you i was listening to a podcast nobody on there is a christian or a believer or anything and the guy they were talking about religion <laughs> spirituality and things like that and the guy said something about uh, churches. They said, yeah, but they're just all hypocrites and stuff like that. And he says, here's the deal. If you go to somebody who really is a believer in Jesus, in, in, right. in Christianity, he said, your opinion will be completely changed about them. He said, because they're the most giving, they're the most loving, they're the most generous people. And he said, and they really believe in what, and they live out what the Bible says. You've only met people who are hypocrites. Mm -hmm. He's like, but you've got to go beat the people that actually believe this stuff. He said, because then your entire idea of religion will completely change. Right. And it's like, that's the issue. 
is that most people have met the hypocrites and that is religion to them. That is Christianity. That's Jesus to them. Right. Is the hip, the hypocrisy and the cool part about it is even in that hypocrisy, God still gets out, yes. and you still see a version of Him. Yes, it's just hard because we are flawed human beings, yeah. and it is hard to stay in this game of life without we also making a do mistake. This thing as humans, where we blanket everything, right? So as everything is always a blanket thing, right? Like, oh, that person was mean to me. Everyone's gonna be mean to me, right? Oh, this person at the church said something. Everybody yeah. at this church is terrible right we do that as humans right so when someone meets someone that's a a hypocrite everybody's a hypocrite because we blanket things because we had one experience that was bad now everybody's that way but in reality we want everyone to be robots yes we want everyone to do it this way sit down stand up and if you break the status quo you're starting to break the system of churchism yeah you know because my biggest knock is, I guess I'm flamboyant at church. Sure. And it's like, how do you not come in enjoying life? Are you talking about your dress? I guess. My shoes have yeah. been offensive. Some of my, Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, some of my work habits uh, that I, uh, I guess I was a drug dealer. Wow, good for you. Uh, you know, I was told, uh, I can't believe you actually say what you do. I was like, I didn't know I was a liar, I guess. Oh. Like someone was like, I'm so shocked that you integrated well. I was like, I didn't move halfway across the world right. to be a fraud. You know, I right. was told I was going to take over the church. Oh, I was like, I good. moved to West Virginia to take over the church. Yeah. That was my goal. You you pinned me. That's it. Dr. Evil's over. I yeah, gotta, that's it. it. But it's like, we kind of get rubbed the wrong way when we meet people who are unique right and like chad said it best he's like i finally found to be full chad mm-hmm. like i don't right. have to edit myself doesn't mean that he's a it'd be nice if he would sometimes my goodness <laughs> <laughs> yep. i think that was jan that said my i i think she was the one night but it's like this like i just like doing things unique yeah right no, i mean you're and your style's unique i mean i i hear what you're saying you're I don't know how you're offending people with your shoes, but that's weird. But but I've I've had I people mean, t- say that like I'm offensive. How? And I, but I think because I'm blunt. Well, well yeah, that, you, the problem you are, you are. a lot of times you probably because you're being a food Nazi. The things that we don't want to address in ourselves that people have addressed sometimes offends us. And that's true. So the freedom that you walk in may be offending the bondage that they're walking Ooh, in. And and that that, that right is there. so My true. Goodness. It's the truth. My it, freedom offends you because you're bounded. It still. So get over it. Right. Like that's like I get it. Like I've seen it so much. Someone's walking in bondage in something and you start talking about, oh, you know, like we have people over and it's like, well, we we never have people over. <laughs> it's like, well, get your phone out and invite someone over. Right. Like, oh, we go out and we do this. We don't go out. So like, then go out. Right. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> it's 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 funny because it's like the things that people are walking in that they win. It's, it's like gym, envy yeah. is essentially right. what it is, the root of it. But it's, yeah, it's your your freedom angers their bondage. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, and it's, it's sad because if we truly could rally as yeah. brothers and sisters in Christ, how much could we really do? Well, yeah, I mean, it goes in what Pastor was saying last night, too, is like, uh, what would Jesus do, right? Yeah. Um, but the other side of that is like, if, if, we're, if <clears throat> people are supposed to know us by our love, Mm-hmm. right for one another um we're doing a terrible job yeah 
Right. Right. Like the Bible says, uh, they'll know they'll know you're my followers because of your love for one another. Right. Right. I would say the church is doing a terrible job of right. loving one another. We're As coming whole, at yeah. people in our own church because of the way we dress. We're coming at people. Um, because of the way they act, maybe they, yeah. whatever, and, and rather than love that person. So to tie right? this in, I think this was best explained to us by our pastor, is that mm. we see everything through our personality. Right. So if you're evangelistic, yeah. you're yeah. going to want to win everybody through grace. Yep. If you're a prophetic person like my wife, you want to convict them from every sin, and it's and the grace... And cast and, out every demon. Yeah, and it's like they meet, and they're like, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. But it's neither one is wrong. Their application True. needs to be done differently. Right. And, yeah. But we're okay with going to a Chinese-Mexican fusion restaurant. <laughs> we would never think that would work, but if you ever go to something where you're like, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like a unique flavors right. mixed together, but we don't like unique uh, like perspectives met like we want to do it our way right we're right you're wrong yeah and so that's where it gets really hard because you get apostolic people they want to build yeah we'll just build with you yeah but he just came off the street today that's okay he can do this while he's building he's going to get cleaned up he's going to recognize and so we always want everyone to fit in our box and that's why uh even denominations don't do well so when have you ever seen baptists and pentecostals play well together very it's seldom, it's and it and it's like God needs the Baptists because they've got very good systems, right? Yeah, and I've never met a Pentecostal movement with a system. There's no systems. They don't. They can't even start. Uh, I am about a senior. They pants. can't start when it's meant to start. They're thirty minutes late. Always. So funny. And it's only because they were praying all night long and they got you know drunk yeah. in the spirit and you know we were praying in the back room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. Like, what? But that's what I've found is that traveling the world, you know, I went to Haiti with Baptists, was the only person that believed in praying in tongues, did not share my uh, beliefs in that sense. But watching them work diligently, it was like, they're still Christians. Right. Just because they didn't pray when we got together and prayed in tongues, it makes them no lesser than. True. But I think we get nervous when people aren't doing it our way. Well, right. one thing that, and it kind of relates in a little way, but I believe that a good portion of church hurt would be solved if we just assumed the best of people. Correct. If we just assume the best of people and assume that they didn't mean what we think they may have potentially been potentially saying under their tone, if we just ignored that and assumed the best of them, majority of church hurt wouldn't happen. Right. Now, there's church hurt that's very real and very much inflicted by people that just suck. Well, I'm offended every Wednesday night because yeah. Vinny never talks to me. Yeah, Who? exactly. You never talk to me. <laughs> such a liar. When what? did you talk to me? Why are you, what are you talking about? You've we never like three times last night at church. No, you didn't. Three. Di- but what I'm but saying, I, I know I'm going to see him Thursday yeah. and I'm going to love him because I knew he was like, tired of talking. The offense that I hear in the the pettiness that in church, I look bad. But the pettiness in church could be solved if we just hear, you know what? When they walk past me and they didn't say anything, maybe they just didn't see me. Or they're exhausted. They're exhausted. Like they weren't like buzzing me off. But that's of the number one thing, one thing I'm yeah. shocked is that they think a person like Vinny who has seven children. Yeah. He's got a house full of kids going every right. which direction, a wife. He's got this place. He's helping out the church. You, you're not allowed to be tired. What? You're not allowed to have anything going through your mind. Yeah. 
and the fact that you didn't respond to that text. And it's like, can we cut pastors a break and recognize they're humans? Yeah. And they're doing a calling that they're answering what God's asked. They don't right. have to do this. Right. They chose to do this. And 100%. I think there's a weird thing that we put pastors sure. like, you're there for my needs, do it my way, because I pay your bills. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard that so much, and I'm like, that is a scary view yeah, on life. Awful. Yeah. We do want to uh, mention, Dean mentioned in the yeah. uh, the comments that he's uh, almost one year sober. That's so we want, awesome. We want to give a shout out Keep to Dean. Keep it up. Uh, Keep going, that's man. Awesome. Stay strong, buddy. You got this. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, congratulations on almost getting there a year. So uh, we know you can do it. Uh, just uh, keep your focus Day on time. things above, and uh, you'll be all set. So let us know if you've enjoyed this. I want to take some of these topics and go uh, totally haywire and just feel and flush out ideas and hear what you're thinking. Because I think good. we don't have open debates, and we don't have to land on right and wrongs. Right, And no, we're no. in this space of you're Republican, you're Democrat, yeah. you're a flat earther, you're, it's like everything has to be A or B. There is well, no discussion. People like to deal in absolutes because it pins you in an arena. Right. So if I can, can pin you, then I can start throwing darts at you. Right. And I think that's the problem is we like to pin people so then we can start throwing at them. Right. And that's, that's, that's what I think the biggest problem on Facebook, once again, is people like to pin people. And then they're like, oh, you believe in this? Well, bah, 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 bah. And yeah. it's like, well, that's sending not... articles to yeah. you on like. Yeah, exactly. This is all the reasons your viewpoint isn't wrong. Right. Or is wrong. Can yeah. you not talk about Corner Joe in that way? Because if he sends me one more nine-year-old discussing Flat Earth, oh. I'm like, you're using the wrong people to discuss Flat Earth in my world. What about the guy that just died trying to achieve Flat Earth? I didn't hear The guy that, that was perished, that was trying to go to the moon? Yeah. And died. Why did you, you go? You, you can look that one I'll up after. Why are you going to the moon? The Earth is flat. He's still outside the how, atmosphere how, where I, there is. I, air I, I don't know. If I, the Earth I, is I flat, I you're in a parachute going I, up all the way. You're going to burn listen, in the atmosphere. I don't know the story. I well, just I saw a headline, and that's all it was. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. I mean, I'm still having to work through the uh, unicorn thing. I've got Dr. Pastor Chris like killed her unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And my son now is hearing us talk about it. And he's like, the newest debate is are unicorns good or bad? Because yeah. there are demons that are in our Bible. And I made the mistake of telling him they're good because it's in the Bible. And my wonderful wife said, da da da, you know, there are demons that are just because they're mentioned in the Bible does not mean they're good. So right. I now I have to do more research. Yeah. I think unicorns are dead. So I think we're good. Yeah, numbers. Yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, they were powerful animals. Yeah, well, powerful creatures is the way they're referred to in numbers. If you've made it there through numbers. There you go. Well, well on that note, unicorns yep. are in the Bible. Yep. And uh, yeah, All love right. one another, well, will you? Yes. Hey, watch some football tonight. Yeah, you need <laughs> predictions? I think the Rams are going to beat them. It'll be a really, really close game. Mm -hmm. mm. It'll be a really close game. Now, do you think that really upsets the Rams? Now that we're like this far in, we can have our spo sports. Yeah, we can. We, we just sports geek now. out. No. Do the Rams get hurt towards playoff if they don't don't win tonight? I don't know. No. I don't their know. Their division isn't that strong. Mm -mm. I mean, well, they'll, I mean, you, it, it'll be interesting. I I think they'll be good because it's the AFC opponent, so it's not that big of a deal. Granted, this is the Super Bowl favorite. So if they can right. beat the Bills, then that'll be the talk going into the all all the way into the playoffs. Oh, well, they beat the Bills, you know. So 
But I, I think they can pull it out. Um, they're probably going to – they have some new shiny pieces on offense, new shiny pieces on defense. Um, but it, it's good. Now, did I'm the excited. Bills stay together, the whole team? Mostly, yeah. Uh, they lost Emmanuel Sanders to retirement. Um, <laughs> Your wife. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, said it was a wonderful not only does she have to have like patience for football she's gonna have patience for the baby to be born oh yeah will chad be present during the super yeah. you're gonna have two kids oh yeah during the super bowl uh-huh. left hand right hand yeah oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be fun oh yeah i'm uh i'm, I'm gonna teach Cade to love football this season okay that's what my my goal is so he doesn't nice. yell at me for seven hours of uninterrupted commercial free football hey, that's not gonna happen but uh, yeah, he's well, young enough to day. start. Good luck on yeah uh, propaganda. And yeah. Get well, what it. I do know is I can put things on my monitors on my PC. Yeah. So if he starts yelling, I can put something over there and satisfy him. You know. Ah, so, gotcha. Just keep yeah. rolling him the football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tell we're him just to throw it. Him. Yep, yep. I'm trying to teach him to say hut hut, touchdown, and tackle. That's oh, what there I'm you go. Yep. 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 Nice. So. What are the other words you say during games, Chad? Um, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's ride. Let's ride. Especially when you're watching the Saints. What oh. is there some saintly talk coming from your mouth watching those games? Yes. I I hope the Saints aren't bad this year, but aren't bad. Well, it's here's the same the way uh, Vinny's feeling about the Patriots. He hopes that they're not here's bad. Here's the problem though. The Saints bad. have a good roster. Even... His head coach basically said it's a rebuilding year, not to expect anything. Yeah. We we actually have a decent team on paper. That's I think what I'm the only about. thing we have are safeties. We have uh, a couple, and couple safeties. Those aren't even. You know what I did? I didn't even so. break out oh. my Bears clothing because we did not do anything this off season. Ba- the Bears are gonna be bad. Always bad. <laughs> if there's something. Though you think they were bad last year, they're gonna be worse this year. But don't who's, worry, who's we got quarterback. We got every, Justin Fields. We have yeah. everybody. New, we have a new front office. We got new coaches, and, and it'll out. just be another. Yeah, be They're letting your franchise player get away. Well, we've we done it so many. At this point, it's just become redundant. They're the only people to put a claim on the Raiders, like botched first round pick Leatherwood, the offensive guy, uh, offensive line guy. They're the only one to put a claim on him. And so they actually, they actually, I think they're the ones that put. They got a whole new offensive line. Off of waivers because they needed. Well, it. we yeah. have no off. Yeah, it's 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 bad. Yep. So the Bears. Well, it's bad. We'll get All Chad. Right. Uh, Chad's gonna. If you didn't think Chad was overloaded with uh, social media, world. I don't know what's gonna happen in uh, you know his fantasy football world because this is gonna be a fun season. I just need you to uh, edit some videos. Oh, yeah. I hope I hope oh. there's space in that brain for like the yeah. amount of uh, trades you're gonna be making over the next three weeks. I do them. At, I'm doing them at midnight. I do all my. I'm not saying when and that. you don't do it. I'm saying you have a lot that you're managing. Oh yeah, I I always have. You know, Chad really will. could manage a, like a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, we'd Probably. have to cut it, the beard if he didn't do all the other little things. That's what I mean. Like, doing, like you probably. could literally be running the world. I manage a lot. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, would it be Mayor Chad or Governor Chad? Governor, Governor, Governor Chad. I don't know. Like, what, what would be your three things? Like, next culture show, I want to hear three things Chad would change. Where? I don't know. Anywhere. If you were, like, Governor Chad. Well, add fathers. Add fathers. <laughs> yeah. Chad would be the next, like, heir apparent to uh, Governor De- uh, De- how do you DeSantis. DeSantis. Yeah. President Chad. He would just, he pres- president, president. Because isn't that how you say it in New Orleans? President. I, that's not, no. 
That sounds like the country. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the country. That sounds like Alabama. <laughs> I lived well, there for a little while. You would know. I would know. All right. On that All note, right, Chad, go fun. enjoy some football. Heck yeah. 